Well, Jane is enchanted by the new next-door neighbors, Mr. and Mrs. Frederick, especially Mrs. Frederick, who is the type of woman who takes the credit for her husband's business success. And by constant driving, she has managed to work Mr. Frederick up from a mere typesetter to a big printing business proprietor. This episode is in alternating scenes between the Ace's bungalow and Mr. Ace's real estate office. But first to the bungalow. It's early afternoon. Jane is speaking to Mrs. Frederick. You mean you go down to your husband's office every day? Oh, no, not every day. I make it a point to drop in at least twice a week, though. I was there Monday, and I'm on my way down now. The days I don't go, I make it a point to call him at least twice a day. And when he has important deals pending, I sometimes call up as many as five times a day. Oh, uh, how often do you visit your husband's office? Oh, now and there. If I happen to be downtown shopping, I sometimes drop in just to kill the time away. How often is that? Oh, I don't know. Not very often. He doesn't like to have me clattering up his office. He always says a woman's place is in the home. Yes. I suspected as much. And uh, you let him get away with it? Yes. Jane, you astound me. All right. My dear, I haven't much time now, but we must get together for a nice, long, heart-to-heart talk. You simply must realize that you have as much right to his business problems as he has to your household problems. You'll find that in back of every man's success, there's always a woman. Oh, not my husband. He doesn't look at another woman. No, I don't mean another woman. I mean you. You are the woman, my dear. We'll take Baxter, for instance. When I first met him, he was a typesetter in a newspaper office. He started with nothing. Well, Miss Grace is a real estate man. He started with a lot. Oh, you mean he was the wealthy at one time? Oh, no, he just had one lot. Now he has a big business. But uh, it could be bigger. Oh, I guess it could. Of course it could. And that's where you come in. Where? Well, by helping him, the way I'd help my husband. Baxter doesn't do a thing without my knowledge or consent, without first talking over his problems with me. Quite many's the time I've dropped in at his office and what seems like an accidental visit, and there I've met and conquered a stubborn client. Simply uh, smile in the right place, uh, an invitation to dinner or a cocktail. You've no idea how important those touches can be. The woman's touch, especially. You can do that, can't you? Well, I can smile. I don't drink. Oh, I don't either. Just a sip. It's not the drink. It's the atmosphere of friendship it builds up. It breaks down the cold business resistance. Baxter will tell you himself that I've solved many a problem for him. Well, I don't know if my husband has any problems. They all have problems. And they all need help. They're all alike. Why, what would you say if I told you that I even pick out Baxter's business suit, his ties, his shirts? I'd say you do. Of course I do. Clothes play just as important a part in a man's business as they do in a woman's social. First impressions are very important. Baxter never looks his best in brown. I see to it that he doesn't wear tan suit, tan shoes, at least not to his office. Well, my husband only wears blue suits in the winter and gray suits in the summer and vice versa. I never thought very much about his clothes. Well, you can see how important it is, can't you? Well, yes, the way you tell us. Of course it's important. Oh, I've got hours of talk for you, I can see that. But I, I really must be running now. Well, goodbye, my dear. Think over what I told you, won't you? Yes, I will. It's very interesting the way you tell us. Oh, there's Roy with the car now. Goodbye, Jane. Goodbye, Ethel. Have a nice time. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, Laura, come here. I want to talk to you. 
Did you come? Uh, yes, Laura. Here's what I want you to do. Get our, our, all of Miss Grace's suits out of his closet and bring them in here. All three of them in? Yes, all of them. So, is something wrong with Well, there may be with his suits, I don't know. You mean the moth, man? Moth? No, I don't mean moth. I've got to start looking at the things around here. What things, man? His suits and his ties. Uh, Jay's ties, too. His ties, man? Mm -hmm. I cleaned that jury sauce off his blue tie. Is something wrong with the other ties, man? I don't know. There's something wrong with something, and I'm going to find out what it is. But the mischief doesn't like to have me fooling around with his things, man. He told me. Laura, him. did you hear what I said? And all his shirts, too. Yes, Yes, I'm going to start looking after his things. I've got to see that he wears the right things. No canned shoes and things like that. Shoes, too, man? Yes, everything. First impressions last. Yes, What? Oh, you wouldn't understand it, Laura. It's a business expression. Well, it's no business of mine, but I don't think the mister likes for us to touch his thing. It's no business of yours is right. It's his business I'm thinking about. If he makes a good impression in his business, he can put over some big deals, and I've got to see that he does. Does what, man? Makes a good impression. From now on, I'll see that he wears the right kind of suits and ties and things. Now, you go ahead, Laura, and bring everything out here. I'm going to call him up and see what's going on down at the office. Oh, hurry, Laura. Don't stand there like that. Yes, ma'am. Uh, here's a letter, Betty, that I think you can answer without any dictation. Just quote the prices of those apartments out there. I understand, Blake. Now, let's see what else we have. What's this all about? Oh, yes. Uh, take a letter to, uh, Humley and Son. Uh, gentlemen... Oh, what is the matter with this lighter? I just filled it this morning. Well, why doesn't it light? Mm, let me see it, Uncle Ed. No, wait. I'll see if I can uh, answer that, will you? Don't see why this thing doesn't work. Hello? Hello, Betty? Yes? Is Uncle Ed Oh, yes, Aunt Jane. He's here. Just a minute. It's Aunt Jane. I think this wick needs pulling out or something. We've had this thing for about a year. They don't last forever, you know. I only paid 65 cents for it. Well, it should light if you filled it. Hello? Hello, dear. Hello, Jane. What's on your mind? Nothing. What's on yours? Nothing. Any problems today? What? Any problems around there today? What are you selling? Talking to you. Well, goodbye, then. Goodbye. <laughs> what was all that about? 
Uh, how about it, Betty? I think it's worn out. We'll have to get a new one. Oh, all right. Let it go. Don't bother with it now. Now, uh, where were we? Uh... Tumley and Sons, gentlemen. Oh, yes. Um, thanks for your early reply on that garage deal, and I shall have the estimates for you by the first of the week. Trusting we can reach a deal agreeable to both sides, I remain sincerely yours. I think that about finishes the mail for today, Betty. Hello? Hello, Betty. Let me talk to your uncle again. Yes, Aunt Jane. Just a minute. Again? What is this? Hello? How about masses, sir? How about what? Masses. Why can't you use masses to light the cigars with? Is, is, is that what you called me up about? Yes, I just thought of it after I hung up. Why do you have to spend 65 cents for a new lighter? Masses don't cost anything. Uh, yes, that's quite a solution there, Jane. Yes. You have that great work, James. Quite complicated. We learn more about that when 